This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. We love our sport in Australia. And if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's that many people actually find it hard to live without their sport. Getting back into sport was a bit of a lifesaver for many people who felt isolated in lockdown. But today I want to talk about, is there a Christian way to do sport? And if so, what does it look like? Stephen Liggins is an author, pastor, and a long-time athlete. His new book is called The Good Sporting Life, Loving and Sp- Loving and Playing Sport as a Follower of Jesus. Welcome, Stephen. Great to have you on the show. Oh, it's great to be here, Katrina. I want to learn a little bit about, about you firstly, Stephen. Um, your love of sport, I know, started at a young age. Can you tell us a bit about how you developed this passion for sport? Yeah, look, I, I've always loved sport. I think my parents loved sport. When I was a kid, um, we had to be in, stop watching TV by 7.30 on a school night. But one of the things they made an exception for was if the cricket was on from England. And if the cricket was on from England, we could stay up till midnight watching it. So I knew that my parents thought sport mattered. And when I grew up, I was playing pretty well every sport I could possibly think of. Now, you've reminded me of summers in my own home, actually, where the cricket would just be on all day, you know, and it was just you'd sort of, you'd watch it for a while and then you'd kind of walk past and go, oh, what's happening? And then, yeah, great memories. What, what do you see as the benefits of getting involved in sport? Look, sport has, I mean, I, I think sport is a great gift of God. Uh, it's something rather which I think he's ultimately responsible for. It's enjoyable. It's good in and of itself, but it has lots of wonderful side benefits. It, it's relaxing. It's good for your health. It's great for relationships. I think it's good for character development. So many good reasons to be involved with sport. Mm. And and why did you think that you know there was a need for a book about the intersection between sport and Christian faith? Yeah, well, I think that God has a lot of things to say uh, about sport or which are are relevant to sport. Uh, And I guess my experience as as a Christian is that uh, many people, their Christian faith or whatever their spiritual belief is part of their life and sport is separate to it. But I wanted to help people think that, you know, sport and Christianity or sport and faith fit together. And so the Bible has a lot to say about that. And I think we get a lot more out of sport by playing it uh, and participating in a way which I guess is consistent with the way God would like us to. I'm interested to hear you say that the Bible says a lot about sport. What does the Bible say about sport? Well, that's a good question. I mean, the Bible does actually refer to sport. There are passages which refer in passing to running a race or being in a boxing contest or, or winning a prize. But in these situations, it's usually using it as a metaphor for something else. But the Bible does teach us that God creates the world. He puts us in a good world. He gives humans brains. And humans have developed good things like, you know, music and sport and art and architecture and all sorts of things like that. And so I think one of the things the Bible would make us think is that we should really thank God for sport and then try and take part in a way which, I guess, pleases him. Mm. So for you in your own life, Stephen, like, you know, I know you've you played sport for a long time and you played cricket at quite a high level. Did you personally face any sort of challenges with your faith and your sport? What was it like for you? Oh, look, yeah, yes. I mean, like any area of life, yeah. So when I was a young kid, I was in high school. Um, I was keen to become a professional cricketer, which I almost made, but not quite. And I, but I remember thinking... Uh, sitting in a high school assembly one day when I probably should have been listening to something else. And I thought, you know, what's more important, cricket or God? Now, that's probably a pretty easy answer for most people to <laughs> to give. But for me, it was a close one. And I thought, no, look, I think God is more important than it. And I, I think the issue of 
keeping sport in perspective is an important one for people. I mean, I think sport's wonderful, but in my view, God is far more important. People, family are, are far more important. So one of the challenges, I guess, is keeping your involvement, your ambition, uh, I guess, in perspective. That it's not, it may be very important, but it's not the most important thing. Because, mm. I mean, you had opportunities to play with people who are kind of, you know, cricket heroes, didn't you? Yeah, um, when, I, when I was younger, I, I came up through, um, I guess, the state under-16s and under-19 cricket teams with um, people, um, Steve Waugh, Mark Waugh, Mark Taylor, and people like that who have gone on to become very famous. Mm. Um, yeah, so, look, it was a, a possibility that I might have gone professional there for a while, so I was playing at a pretty you know, a pretty good level there for a while. Mm, they're people that, I guess, too, that many Australians and particularly young kids have idolised, and I think that is one aspect of, of sport that can be quite challenging is the whole hero worship aspect. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a view these days that sports people uh, should be good role models. And I guess with the increased, I guess, media exposure, it makes them harder to hide uh, what they're like. And, and I think most sports people are pretty good role models, but not everyone. Um, but I guess yeah, another one of the things is that sports fans have to keep sport in perspective as well. I mean, I, I love, I mean, I love playing sport. I love watching sport. I love reading about sport. But sport's just sport. I, I heard of an interesting story of an American couple who were so obsessed by following their, their football team in the States that they missed their daughter's wedding because it clashed with a big game. And when asked about it afterwards, they said, well, look, we told our daughter not to put the wedding on at the same time as the game, and we did get to the reception. So you sort of think, well... There's someone who I think is getting things a bit out of perspective there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm speaking to Stephen Liggins. He's an author, pastor and long-time athlete. His new book is called The Good Sporting Life, Loving and Playing Sport as a Follower of Jesus. You know, Stephen, I think this, this year we should have all been enjoying the Olympics and that is definitely one of those events that really brings people together. Do you think sport is a good way of you know building community and creating a sense of belonging? Look, it, it really can be. You know, I, I must say it, it can be. In fact, it's interesting that when sport as we know it was developing, it really came out of England in the 19th century, two groups really promoted it. And they were, I guess, the churches and uh, the, the public schools, which are like our private schools. And the reason they thought sport was good was because they thought sport was good for character development and sport was good for community. Uh, it was a great way to have people getting together doing good things. And, in fact, it's interesting to note that I think it's a third of the current English Premier League football teams were originally started by churches. Uh, and so I guess it's been thought for years that it's a great way to build community. And, I mean, I watch my daughter play netball. Uh, you meet people that way. It's a great way to get out and meet others and just to enjoy being outdoors or indoors with other people and relationships, etc. It's, it's great for community. Yeah. So do you think then that sport's also, uh, you know, a good place to do ministry? Yeah, well, look, uh, uh, there are a lot of good things which can be done through sport in terms of ministry. I mean, I think helping with the community is a good thing. Uh, one thing, as a Christian, uh, one of the great things about sport is it's a great place for friendships. And some of my best friends over the years uh, have made through sport. And I guess some of them are Christian people like myself, some of them aren't, but they're still great people. So I guess one of the things I'm mindful in sport with my sporting friends is where they're Christians, I try and, you know, encourage them in their faith. When they're not Christians, often they're interested in Christianity and I like to talk to them about my faith. And often, you know, you can have a nice relaxed chat with people at a football game or a cricket game or a netball game that you mightn't have uh, elsewhere in, you know, the pressure situation of work or, or elsewhere. 
But there's also a lot of organised ministries as well when it comes to, to sport. There are, you know, sports camps which you can go on, which are run by Christian organisations, and churches can put on, you know, organised football teams and put on sports events with Christian speakers who are, say, a football player or a netballer or something like that. So yeah, there is quite a lot of uh, good, uh, helpful and useful ministry which can be done through sport as well. And, you know, obviously for the book you've talked to professional sports people. What, what do they say are the main challenges for Christians who are in that pro level of sport? Yeah, look, uh, I've talked to quite a few people in Australia and England and, look, they uh, by and large love their sports, but I guess the, the, the things which they point to are getting a bit out of perspective, you know, placing an over-importance on it. Mm. Uh, you know, God and people are always more important than sport, and that can be a, a danger for them. But also there's the danger, I guess, of, I guess, associated poor behaviour, both on and off the field. Uh, I read a, uh, of an interesting um, uh, bit of experiment done a number of years ago where this doctor interviewed 198 sports people, and he said, would you take a performance-enhancing drug if you knew that you'd win and not get caught? Out of 198, 195 pe- people said they would take a performance-enhancing drug. And then he did a follow-up question, which was, well, would you take a performance-enhancing drug if you knew you'd win every event in the next five years but then die from the side effects? And apparently 50% of them said they'd still take it. So I guess that shows that when you're a serious sports person, your ambition and your drive can, I think, can sometimes rise to unhelpful levels where you do things which are really silly. So I guess that's the danger. And the other thing with professional sports people is, I mean, I play a bit of social sport over the years, and if I perform well or badly, it doesn't affect my pay packet. But if you're a professional, uh, your performance impacts on how much money you get, and so that can add a bit of pressure there as well. Yeah, okay. So do you reckon there can be too much sport? Look, I... uh, Possibly. I think the key thing is to make sure that <laughs> You're quite reluctant to say that. <laughs> You're quite reluctant to say that, aren't you? I could hear it hurt a little bit to say that. Uh, look, yeah, I think you've just got to balance it with everything else. Yeah. You know, I'm married with kids, so I can't play as much sport as I once did. Mm. Uh, but I, I still manage to pull it off. Mm. Uh, so I think it's just a question. You've got to look at your life, look at your, what's important, look at what you want to do, and make sure that you've got the main game as the main game, and, and then sport fits in as appropriate around that. Mm. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Stephen. Great chatting to you. Yeah, it's been wonderful to speak with you too. Yeah, that is author, pastor and longtime athlete Stephen Liggins. His new book is called The Good Sporting Life, Loving and Playing Sport as a Follower of Jesus. So, Stephen, I guess if you're, you know, you've spent a lot of time immersed in this, um, in this idea about sport and faith. Uh, so what's the main thing that you want people to take away from your book? I guess is that I believe that God is the most important person in the world, so we need to prioritise our relationship with God, but we're also part of a network of relationships with, with people, you know, family and friends, and they're hugely important. And then sport is a good thing, and I love being involved with sport, but I don't want sport to be involved in my life to the detriment of my relationship with God or with my key relationships with family and friends. Mm, okay. Well, thank you. That is um, – sorry. Thank you. That is Stephen Liggins. He's an author, pastor, and longtime athlete. His new book is called The Good Sporting Life, Loving and Playing Sport as a Follower of Jesus. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.